0: Oh! Huh.
1: Welcome back to the iHealth Channel, the Fitness app Fab Channel, and iHealth Radio with Hurricane H here. Uh, a new night, a new guest, a new show, special show always. Uh, today's topic is going to be something that many of us may or may probably experience one way or the other, one time of our lives, or, or someone in our lives may have, uh, you know, some sort of <laughs> a case of it. Uh, and, you know, it's the topic of depression. Now, our guest today has uh experience in dealing with this experience with sharing information about it he's also an enthusiast in in fitness martial arts uh, you name it yoga and he'll talk uh, talk to us a little bit more about all that stuff and he also has a book so he's an author we're going to talk about that book as well so without any further ado Zach Rutledge how are you
0: I'm doing great. Hurricane H, thank you so much. It's a real honor being here. Seriously, thank you.
1: Honor is mine. My pleasure. My pleasure. And hope we'll have a fun, you know, discussion and a lot of input and insights to share with the people and the, the viewers and listeners. So, Zach, tell us a little bit about yourself, your history, and what got you in the fitness world. And I know you have a lot to offer and a lot of background stuff that you we need to hear about. So, let's talk about that.
0: Sure. So, what got me into fitness was actually, um, After my battle with depression, the big drop off, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But Mm -hmm. my first thing that I really got serious about was martial arts. I got into karate and fitness was kind of like the byproduct. That was just something I I did to get me in shape or like better able to uh, do my martial arts because I loved it. Right. So that was like a a real passion of mine. And the, the fitness just came. But I was also a teenager. See, I started karate when I was 11 years old. Uh, so I was doing it for a good while. I got my black belt when I was 18. Um, good age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good age. And uh I I'll never forget this. They handed me my black belt and they said, "Congratulations, you're a beginner." And boy did that speak volumes, <laughs> right? You know, we can look at everything in life that way.
1: Yeah. Well, that is. That is the truth. That is. It is the, truth. the truth. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. Go ahead.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, true martial artists that that's they're tapped into that, right? So anyway, It wasn't until um, after my first serious bout with depression, where um, believe it or not, it, it didn't come. I was playing with a band, so like it's kind of unexpected. I was playing in a band, and the guys were into fitness, and they were into lifting weights, and they they were like, "Hey, man, you should get into lifting weights." And that was where the fitness thing started with me was just lifting weights. Next, you know, and that turned into cycling and yoga and um, you know I I, I was telling you before the before we started recording I just taught a hit class I I still teach classes Uh, so yeah so that's it just spun out to everything I love all that all the physical stuff I I love it Um, so that's that's kind of how that started yeah unexpected right playing in a punk rock band
1: Well, I mean, you know, that that was fun. Uh, and and again, you still have to have a hobby besides the music. I mean, right. It's your thing and and you got to be in shape and stuff. And why not? Right. Yeah. You know, some muscle and, and working out is not a it's not a bad deal. Plus, you already had the martial arts background. Right. right. And, 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 and you just said two things there. I mean, in martial arts, and I can relate to that you start early on and that's a perfect run 11 I mean I personally started when I was nine so we're about the same age then I, same age about the black belt about 18 <laughs> so that's exactly where it starts and that's really where the beginning be, you know that's the start of where you start your, your career and in, in if you continue with it but then you're right the key component of martial arts is not just the technique and and, and, and everything you learn it's also the fitness and the endurance into it and that's that's a big component that dr- that drove you into the world of just general fitness and everything else that goes with it yeah. and so now you have a balance
0: yeah 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 exactly
1: so 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 you did all that um and you were on the band so what happened
0: so okay so to clarify i'm still in a band so i, right. I have, i've been stopped <laughs> right so i, I maybe <laughs> band stories, and i apologize for that
1: no uh,
0: so um so what happened was, so looking back on my childhood, I had a very stable childhood. Now, I would say there were some chemical issues going on, you know, where I, I kind of took things a little harder than other people. I, I do notice that now because now I have the insight, right? I remember getting in trouble in school and I would take it a lot harder than my classmates. Um, and, you know, some some like relationship issues in my teens where I would take breakups way harder than I should have. But, you know, I just figured I was a moody punk rocker, right? So, um, you know, that was just what I thought. So it wasn't until when I was 18 years old, it was the summer after high school and my best friend was killed. So that was right at the time. I call it the perfect storm. So it was the summer after high school, you know, my, my lifelong best friend died. And then everyone I went to high school with, of course, all my friends, they were all leaving for college. We were all splitting apart. Now this is before social media. Uh, so we weren't, there wasn't a real practical, immediate way to keep in touch with each other, aside from, you know, phone calls here and there, mm-hmm. um, but they were building, busy building their own lives. So that on top of um, my karate school shut down. So it was it was quite a bit, and then what I'll add my last piece here, and I do talk about this a little bit in the book, is um, late teens, early twenties, tends to be when, um, things like depression, OCD, you you know, you pick your uh, quirk, let's say they tend to manifest. Okay. So that's when this all hit me all at once. So that was a very, very dark time. Now to put these, put things into perspective, right? So this goes back to the fitness. I'm five foot nine and I'm 170 pounds. Okay. Which is nothing. Okay. Whatever. Nothing really to talk about there. Um, But at the time, I was five foot nine and I dropped to 124 pounds. So we're talking almost a 50 pound difference.
1: I yeah.
0: Yeah. So if I got sick as my, as my primary care doctor says, I love her. If, if I got sick, there was nowhere to go. So it was pretty, it was pretty bad now because of the information, especially at that time, this is pre, I mean, internet was around, but it's not like it is today. Right. Yeah. Um, Uh, most of the news you were getting from TV and most of the nutrition stuff we know is geared towards overweight people because Americans tend to be overweight. So I figured I was doing my body a favor by getting as skinny as I could and by staying away from food and not overeating where I'm actually a hard gainer. So in in trainer terms, I'm ectomorph. So um, I, I needed that food. And I, I just wasn't eating it. I thought I thought I was like, okay, well, I'll feel better if I don't eat. I was, that was one of the worst things I could do, right? So when, when I was playing in these bands and these guys were into lifting weights, that was the very first thing, that was my first little building block because I started lifting weights and I was like, oh, I was 124 pounds, now I'm 135. And then I was like, oh, now I'm 145. And then I like, within a year, you know, maybe not a year, but within not too long, I was up to 170. um, Just by just by lifting weights. And I was like, hold hold on a minute here. And I was still in a very deep depression. I was like, if I can see results in this, what else can I do? Right? Because I thought I was doomed to be 124 pounds. But I made some lifestyle changes. And I enjoyed those changes. And I made really positive growth. So that was my very first building block. And it's, and it's all kind of built upon that. So, I so I tend to start in, the, um, in that realm, in the physical realm, because you can see it.
1: Wow. Well, so, so, so going back to, to the depression, so the death of a friend, you know, your friends, you know, and all your entourage pretty much disappeared, mm-hmm. your, your martial arts, your hobby, your, your, your passions was also limited. Mm-hmm. So, 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 was that what actually drove you to just kind of like let yourself go and uh, just not do anything? Was that like just stress?
0: It, it was stress. I think looking back, there was some PTSD involved um, along with grief. Now, I should note that grief is not depression. Grief is something we all have to go through. Sure. Uh, and you can actually m- medicate. I'll call it mask grief for a while. Let's say you lose a loved one and you can medicate. And you can get by for a while. But if you come off of it, you have to eventually climb that mountain. You have to get through grief. This isn't an optional thing, right? And that's normal. And it sounds strange, but I remember feeling grief and feeling depressed and they would kind of swerve back and forth and the grief felt much cleaner. And that sounds odd to some people, but if you're in depression, we don't have to go through depression and it feels much uglier. Uh, My depression, I. Sometimes I describe them as flavors because not everyone's depression is the same. And I went through a bunch of different types um, and my depression was very black at first. And then it was like a, it was very green feeling. I can remember these very vivid different feelings. Um, so I I just think it was that perfect storm. Like I said, whether he passed away or not, who knows, maybe I still would have been depressed. Maybe it was more of a chemical thing. I don't know.
1: So 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 it was really something that you've tried to deal with, but again, you you probably justified it through through all the events that happened. But it could have been, as you said, something that just an uh, an imbalance or you know something that was not correct.
0: Right. No, that's a good point because I I attributed it to him passing away, and then you know next thing you know, two years passes and I wasn't making any progress. And I said, okay, my grief period should be you know coming to a close here or at least making some kind of progress. And when I didn't, that was when things started to click a little bit like maybe there's something else going on because you know you it's hard to read the label when you're inside the bottle right i didn't know what was going on i'm 18 years old and no offense to to young people but you know 18 is not an adult you just don't have the experience and you don't have the the insight at that age yet
1: well uh, and you know in few shows we've discussed you know the youth and and you're right it's the world is different at that age and we see it differently and we don't have enough to your point experience to 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 deal with stuff any one of us today will go back in time there's a lot of stuff we'll do different
0: oh, everyone <laughs> Man, that's the one thing we all have in common.
1: <laughs> I guarantee you, everybody listening and watching, I mean, like, damn, yeah. I mean, let's just take a time machine and go back and and, and move a few things and and, and do different things and, and learn different things, whatever the case may be. Maybe invest in a few stocks, but that's not a story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course.
1: But there's, there's so many things that we could do. But you're right. I mean, again, we all have been to that age as well, and it's different. Now, the only difference is. You, you said depression, but I think that everyone at a point or the other has some sort of a level of it. We might not identify it. We might not you know, uh, agree that we've had it or even admit that we have had it, <laughs> but we might all have some dark time or dark place. And so that leads me to a question And in your definition, of course, because uh, people may hear the word depression and they have different color and, and view of what depression is. What, what is like, if you can describe it to us, what in your experience and your personal, I guess, research and stuff, depression looks like, how does it, how does it manifest?
0: It's a loaded question because there are so many different answers because there are so many different types. Okay. Um, I, like I said before, there are different flavors. Um, I will say this, and I feel like this is an important point to make because there's still that stigma, you know, to an extent it's getting better, but there's still that stigma. And if you wonder if you have it, you probably do. And even if you don't, that's okay. Um, Take action anyway. And that's really the whole point of my book is I'm giving these like actionable steps to improve your life. So if you're wondering about it, let's just treat it like it is. Um, And and the, the funny thing is, you know, there's, like I said, the different flavors, just to give you a couple quick examples, you know, sometimes it's just a feeling in your gut that just won't let go. Sometimes it feels like your brain is running your mind as opposed to the the other way, right? Our Mm -hmm. mind is supposed to use the brain, which is the hardware. Um, So it's a, it's a tough thing to put your finger on. But like I said, if you think you have it, treat it as if you do, because there's no harm in that.
1: Well, again, so in my, like the way I see depression is like, Bad mood you're not in the mood for anything you know everything sucks you know you see it live as this dark place and you just kind of like it's like you're in a zone and no and you can't get out of it like you That's, just basically yeah. so That's, sad it's everything. hopeless
0: it's, it's hopeless bad. is a good way to put it yeah and um and clinically i think the definition is like this extreme sadness that lasts longer than two weeks uh you know yes Maybe. Like
1: that. that's, that's, a, that's a simple <laughs> yeah
0: you know maybe um you know that could be grief as well because grief i think takes longer than two weeks um but uh yeah it's it's one of those things it's almost like a really great song and saying like why do you love this song it's hard to put it into words
1: <laughs> well yeah yeah i mean again this is just a more of a general way to describe it and and i'm sure clinicians and and maybe psychiatrists and 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 they might even have a more in-depth you know a view of it and as a matter of fact i we will have a uh, few shows about psychology coming up and i will ask that question yeah (laughs) just to get some more deep dive on it uh but 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 again like i know people like they are depressed i'm not feeling good you know like what's wrong I, i see life as this this you know, nothing's working out for me and they just kind of like collapse on themselves, you know, and but that that could be a bad place because that can trigger many other, you know, you were able to get out of it, you were able to reset uh, and you find ways to do it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But some people may not have that ability and eventually get caught up into it and it's long enough, it might cause other things, you know, or lead right. to some Maybe fatal outcomes god forbid you know and uh, we've we hear about suicide we hear about this uh, and it can be it could be just the beginning of, of something that's extreme
0: well i should make this point um everyone who's depressed has the capability to get out of it to make their lives better i, I will say that because i firmly believe it if you take action that's the thing though um uh, i a lot of time, people are so depressed, it's hard for them to take the action. You know, I was bedridden for, geez, months at a time. You know, I failed out of college. I, I would go to class here and there, and then I just stopped showing up. And it was hard for me to literally get out of bed. It's hard for people to understand that, right? Because you're like, well, you're awake. Why aren't you getting out of bed? Um, but yeah, it was like, there was, like was a very physical aspect to mine, too, uh, for good portions of it, where I just sucked the energy. Um, but I, I wasn't taking any action, right? So if you if we can just get excuse me get people over that little just just to take that little bit of action, I, I firmly believe you know there, everyone has hope.
1: So so Zach, let's talk about the action. What would be some of the minimum stuff that people can start with if they do feel that, or at least they can identify that they might be in a depression mode? What would be some of the first steps that they will take? I mean. I, I can take on a few, but, but in your experience, and also based on, on your research in the book, you know, what would be some of these, these elements that someone can benefit from if they feel that, hey, wait a minute, I think I, I do qualify for this, you know, case of depression, uh, I cannot be, again, it takes always admitting and accepting the facts, that's, that's always, you know, and then the will. Of, of making the change. Again, actions speak louder than word, right? I mean, uh, unfortunately, not everybody is willing to take, and sometimes they don't, they in denial. So I'm good. I just, rela- I'm relaxing.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, and that's as varied as personalities, right? Some people, they want the instant fix, and there is no such thing as an instant fix, and there's no such thing as a silver bullet. So there's a myriad of different treatments. And, you know, in my book, I call it the D Day approach. We come at it with all of them. I like go. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of morbid, right? But I could think of a better term.
1: <laughs> Powerful.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, to get back to your question, you know, what can we do? Just because of my love and my experience, I always like to start with the physical. I gave you my point with the the, the weight training, my love of working out. Um, and for anyone who's really struggling, if you have a friend who's really struggling, I urge you to take them to a yoga class. Uh, because you're gonna get a lot from it. You're gonna get the socialization, you're gonna get the physical aspect, you're gonna get some of the mental, um, you're gonna, you know, they're learning new things, you're gonna get the meditation, some of that in the end. So I urge you to take a friend there. That that would be like, you know, if I were giving somebody advice to, to help a friend, because a lot of the time what you say to them isn't gonna make too much of a difference. You've gotta get them doing something, right? Taking those steps. And once they see that they can get through a yoga class, which by the way, they're not that easy. (laughs) It's not just bendy, stretchy. There's a (laughs) lot of physical stuff going on there, but you will have a good time Um, regardless. So like I said, the physical stuff, but that includes also nutrition. Now I know a lot of people who attribute um, depression to actually a gut issue. Now I would say, yes, it can be, but I don't think that's the only cause. So a lot of the times people are being given uh, probiotics to help their gut issues, because you actually create more serotonin in your gut than you do in your brain, believe it or not. So that's one treatment, right? But I don't think anyone should stop there. Some people, this is going to sound crazy. Some people say that it's actually um, a lot of cases of depression are brought on by dehydration, which sounds crazy, right? Um, so yeah, crazy enough. Uh, <laughs> some are some are actually you know physical brain injuries, and there are things for that as well. Um, so, getting back to the the gut thing, I highly urge anyone, whether you're depressed or not, to get um, an allergy test. Now, I'm smiling because it's uh, it's not that bad. It sounds awful. It's you get all these pin pricks in the back of your in your back, and they they make a chart and they they find out which foods just don't work for your body, right? So I know if I have a glass of milk, it's not going to end well. Okay. So, and that's good to know. Right. And that could, these things can be creating all kinds of inflammation in your body. Right. Some people say um, depression is, is brought on by inflammation. So, which I would say yes. end, right. My answer for all these causes is yes. And so yeah, dial in which foods are just not going to work for your body. It's not just allergies, but it's also intolerances. We want to get that inflammation down and also Um, And I, and I, of course, there's the disclaimer, because we don't want things interacting with other things you're taking. But um, things like vitamin D, especially here in the Northeast, you know, we're both in New Jersey, Mm -hmm. uh, a a huge percentage, and I can't remember the number right now, but a, a big percentage of us in the Northeast are extremely low on vitamin D, because we just don't get enough sunlight. Now, that being said, I was taking a multivitamin every day, right? And I was still so low on vitamin D, I was getting micro fractures in my neck that I didn't know about. They were very small. And they had to put me on prescription vitamin D. And then finally, I could just take the regular vitamin D supplement on top of it. Also, a theory of, of um, what contributes to depression is low vitamin D. So I would say that. And then um, I, I personally really like flaxseed oil because I like the omega-3s to help bring the inflammation down. But if you were to ask me for one thing, and of course, talk to your doctor, because there there are blood thinning aspects to this. I would say uh, turmeric, turmeric capsules. Now, turmeric, it may also be called curc- uh, curcumin or curcuminoids. You might see it. You may see it as mm-hmm. here's the thing. You want to make sure that there's a little bit of black pepper in the capsule, or if it doesn't have it in the capsule, which is about 50% of the time you buy it, it'll be already be in the capsule. If not, just take it with dinner and put black some black pepper on your dinner, because what that will do is um, increase the bioavailability of your turmeric. Okay. So that way you can absorb it. Now, one turmeric uh, capsule is like eating a thousand turmeric roots. So it's not enough to just spice your food with it uh, for people who, who don't know what it is. It's like a root.
1: It's an orange root. Yeah. Uh, it, it does look like ginger, but it's yeah. yellowish.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it looks like ginger, but it's, yeah, it's, it's like more of an orange yellow. Um, but yeah, the, the, the capsules are, are far more um, oh, um, potent and uh, yeah, really good for inflammation, really good for a lot of things. So if even just, if you take those three along with uh, how I start every single morning, I brush my teeth, drink a tall glass of water and visualize my day as I drink that tall glass of water, right? And that's that one small positive step that you're starting your day with. And then I eat breakfast. I know some people don't. I eat breakfast and I'll take those supplements. That's my next small positive step, you know, then I'll have my coffee and they just all kind of build on each other. By the way, I'm going to clear this up once and for all for anybody who's listening. Coffee is good for you guys. Very good for brain health. Now, of course, too much isn't good for you, right? You don't want to be drinking seven cups a day, but I think it's like up to three cups a day. You're golden. As long as it's not interrupting your sleep. Uh, very good for your brain. I'm a, I'm a brain health trainer as well. So yeah, coffee's a-okay guys. <laughs> Well,
1: that that you know, it's funny because because a lot of people this this big topic about coffee, how much can you drink of it and just like that is caffeine. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I mean, a lot of studies are showing that it's, it's pretty good. You know, as long yeah. as it's moderation and that's it, like everything else.
0: Like everything else, you're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so Zach, you've highlighted some of the like some physical aspect, some some nutritional aspect, well, at least some supplement aspect. So, but it's it's really a package. Right. Of course, and it's also a mindset because you just said you got to like, you know, put in your mind, visualize your day, do all that. So, so, so there's a lot more than just, you know, taking stuff. It's a composition of, of different elements that you have to add. And then the outcome is that you'll be better off than most. I mean, if you follow those.
0: Absolutely. The thing is, you know, you can't do it all at once. Right. You're not just going to wake up one day and do every one of these steps start small and celebrate those small victories. Now you talked about mindset for a bit, which is equally as important. Hard to get, hard to get going when you're kind of, it feels like almost like a battle. Like I said, you're, uh, you know, it feels like your brain is almost driving your mind because you're geared towards those negative thoughts. Now to backtrack a little bit, we, the theory is that we're automatically, um, we automatically focus on the negative. Okay, and, and I, I argue that we're experts at seeing the negative in things, and the theory is that back when we were cavemen, um, it was more advantageous to watch out for the saber-toothed tiger than to go after the food, because the saber-toothed tiger can't wait. The food will be there, right? So we're, we're geared towards that negativity. The problem is we're, you know, we're, it's many years later. We don't live in that world anymore, right? But we're still, still geared towards that ne- negativity, Okay. So understanding that, fine. Um, it, it's uh, because it's, it's, uh, um, it's uh, such a complex thing. And I don't want to forget this. If any of your listeners want that chapter just to check it out, it's on me. Have them email me and I'll send them that chapter on mindset. And, um, and um, that'll be a good place to, to kind of get them started as well.
1: Definitely. And, and we'll, we'll talk about, you know, how to link to all these resources, Great, the book. So yeah, definitely at the end, we'll, we'll discuss all these, these, but thank you for, for the offer. And uh, yeah, definitely yeah. if you're listening in, Hey, we can, we can do this. We can get some, anything we can grab, you know, as information insights that can help us be better. And and you've touched on negativity and positivity. I mean, those are things that I live with myself mm-hmm. and, you know, I just can tell you this, it's a powerful way of living when you actually can differentiate and always lean towards the positive Mm -hmm. because if you think negative everything in your life is gonna have a negative outcome. It's just like, it's unbelievable. If you think positive, you'll see everything in the positive light and things will get better for you. And there's, then you can control no depression, no anxiety. You can have better resilience and and everything else. I mean, there's so much stuff about positivity. But 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 like you
0: said, sorry, I don't wanna cut you off. But like you said, it all goes together, which is why I ask people to do all these things, right? Because it's very hard for somebody to just say, I'm positive, I'm positive. Meanwhile, their, you know, their physical health is falling apart and they're eating garbage and which, which very much people underestimate this. What you eat can very much um, twist your thoughts. I, I, I'm a firm believer of that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's, that's a fact. And so, so, so going back to, to the physical activities, I know you are a personal trainer, you do all that stuff and you help people as well. Uh, is there any regimen of physical activities that someone should adhere to uh minimum or you know and, and i mean uh, whatever they can get to uh some people have time some people don't. some people are older some people are younger and you know there's so, so many type of reasons why people cannot do the same thing but what would be like some of the standard stuff that you would recommend to help you know uh someone on a day-to-day basis you just really like get excited and have you know that day you know uh in in a very positive way
0: <laughs> okay you're, you're you're getting me in my passion now so
1: Boy, baby.
0: <laughs> okay so if if i were talking to somebody like you or me and we're we are the minority is i would say get into martial arts right but but that's we're we're not the majority of people okay so i'll, I'll put that up there because martial arts you know how magical they can be right they're they're just their own thing um i would recommend yoga again it's not going to be a whole lot of people but it's slightly more people are, can get into yoga which i think is extremely powerful now what should they be doing it's the one that they love so i do give quite a few examples in the book of things they can do my new passion you're gonna laugh at me hurricane h go for my it pa- my uh okay i don't know if you heard of this game yet pickleball no okay okay i i'm, I'm looking over there because I, I literally just moved in across the street from some pickleball courts it's like tennis but smaller or like ping pong but bigger so it's like a cross between the two <laughs> <laughs>
1: I gotta check it out.
0: <laughs> it's like all the rage in the senior communities, <laughs> and like it's so fun. Um, really good for brain health, by the way. Uh, and you, you can whack this ball because it's it's almost like a wiffle ball. Oh, it's such a good time. But the point is, right? I have a good time doing it, and it's the one that you love, right? I, like, whether it's cycling or swimming, there's something for everybody. It can be hiking if you just like being out in nature. There's something for everyone. But but I think it would be um, way more of an uphill battle if you're not getting any physical activity. I, I feel like it's really important to at least be doing something, getting your body moving, you know, getting that lymph system moving. People don't realize your lymph, your lymph um, the whole lymphatic system, that doesn't travel through your veins. That's its own complete system. And the only way that moves around is by moving your body. So that's important, right? That's, that's, your, um, that's your immune system and yeah
1: well exercise is is a key and and you know it's it's funny because the year and a half we had i mean with covid and everybody being locked down a lot of people were just kind of gyms were closed and you can go out so uh, people have just literally lost a lot of that and you know and you can tell people are in in different shape (laughs) you know in, in in at least for a few months now people are getting back into into shape and things like that a lot of people have gone into more like um home type of workout styles, things like that. A lot of audiovisual, you know, classes, things like that. But that's been the way to, to, to diffuse that. And of course, some people that have better access to nature, you know, hiking, walking out, you know, but you're right. So you move, you breathe better. Uh, your oxygen levels are nicer. Your brain's function is, is, is much healthier. So all of the above.
0: And I love that you said that I have a quick, funny story. So like, I prefer stuff outside. I really like doing a, a good mix of stuff that includes outdoors. Um, but there was a guy, he's the husband of one of my clients, and she's always working out. And he is like, no, no, I don't do that stuff. I don't do that stuff. He's like, I don't like working out. I said, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not going to force you. Meanwhile, I go upstairs, the dude's soaking wet I'm sweating. I'm like, what the heck were you doing? He had, I don't know if you've heard of this, the Oculus, you know, the, those like video game things it's like yeah, virtual reality. Real. Yeah. He was yeah. playing boxing on this oculus and i'm like dude you just did like 45 minutes of cardio you're telling me you don't like moving he's like no 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 that's just a game i'm like dude you're you're sweating man you're breathing hard i was like there's your activity like well yeah yeah. everybody has something
1: well you know it's funny you said that so so in i i have a regular job and and in the job we we, we work with the seniors and senior market and we we have events that are dedicated to seniors and you, you remember the we and also the connect the the connect the xbox connect whatever they yeah. all those you know so that we had those activities for seniors which basically was a game tennis and this netboxing, and boxing but it does work i mean you got does. Well, I, I even used it and it was fun man I, yeah so, so you're right i mean anything whatever you know float your boat just do it but the idea is do not stagnate do not just sit idle because that's the problem
0: and And yeah and try a bunch and see what has see what has you uh having fun that's the big thing
1: yeah that's it well again i mean exercise is big big part of everything we do i mean walking as as simple as that any doctor will tell you walk at least half hour a day you know a few 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 days a week and and just you know keep you know exercising and again weight I mean weight management because at the end of the day you start eating and by the way when you're home you eat junk and when you when you're healthier or at least you're health conscious and you're out there and you're getting into the fitness world you tend to observe what you eat differently. you watch what you eat you observe you know the content you check on things and you just don't throw in everything in your body and so there's there's all that combination and so so that leads us to nutrition now we talk about supplements now there's a lot of stuff going on out there with nutrition i mean you know diets this diet that are there any things that you've you've addressed in the book that have specific you know uh content on on nutrition
0: okay so so i am a certified nutrition specialist i should um put that out there so i'm not just making things up uh i do give a killer smoothie recipe it's a chocolate berry peanut butter banana cinnamon smoothie. It's delicious. Highly recommend that right in the book, right? <laughs> it's in the book. It's in the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally get that. Okay. Um, but as far as diets, you know, what I find that works best for most people. And again, I, I would really like for people to get that, uh, allergy test or the intolerance test. Um, but I really like just, um, the, of course the Mediterranean diet, which is great. And, and you can make modifications for yourself. And I, I really like the anti-inflammatory diet. And I list that in the back of my book. I give, um, my resources for the anti-inflammatory diet, uh, uh, everyone I know who's done it, who's gone on that. And, and they don't go on a diet, let's put it that way, right? It's not like something they do for a couple months. It's, these are like lifestyle changes, right? They're cutting out the junk and gradually adding, you know, these better things. But getting that inflammation down, everybody feels better. Yeah, so I highly recommend those. Simple, right? It's nothing crazy. You hear about all these crazy things online, but it doesn't have to be complicated.
1: Well, the, the thing is, everybody can argue that all these diets work. To a degree and they probably do and they i think they do The difference is how long can you sustain all these diets
0: absolutely it's and not, like yeah. and what is it that we're going for here are we just trying to lose weight or are we going for overall health i'm much more concerned with health and the score will take care of itself you know the body will will sort itself back out as long as we focus on that health
1: well you you, you said it yourself i mean people were you were losing weight thinking that was the right way, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and that's the other thing. Losing weight is not necessarily a good thing and gaining too much weight is not necessarily a good thing. It's really balancing it out, keeping a nice healthy weight. Uh, everybody's shape is different. Your height determines yep. what weight you have to be, but also do you have, more muscle than 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 you know so it's all those elements that apply that can make someone uh shift from one area to the other but you're right if you can get into a diet that is healthier and 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 consistent that you can continue it yes not eliminating all the stuff that because that's the thing we we eliminate a lot of stuff in some of these diets that people crave everything else and when they do it it's like almost an addiction they go back so crazy on it and yes relapse right back into where they were and that's not a cool thing so
0: absolutely so let me tell you my my theory on this or what my plan what i do 85 percent of the time i eat clean for my body 15
1: percent of the time
0: i cheat like hell and it's been working out for me for a good time good amount of time
1: now well uh, listen any good nutritionist or dietitian will tell you there's always cheat you can cheat you know every now and then you just need to know how to cheat
0: (laughs) yeah and and i cheat every day i just don't do it For three meals a day right (laughs) i just i give myself those little
1: things because again it's also you know uh, calorie deficit calorie intake yeah balancing all that stuff and you know again the right supplements uh it's all it's all i mean that's the that's the part i mean i've i've been just having discussions we've we've talked about this you know i talk about you know nutritionists dietitians doctors at the end of the day it's all everything goes tight together there's yes. no such thing. If you do one element, you're you're not balanced. You gotta have the whole you know balance in there to be able to stay healthy for long term and keep you know everything, your 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 mind, your body, everything is in place. Couldn't agree more. Yep. Yeah. So so breathing. I, I know you talk about like powerful breathing and things like that. And mm-hmm. you know, what does that consist of? I mean, is that only through yoga? Or these are just like breathing exercises?
0: So uh yeah. Yoga. So martial arts are bigger on breathing. And I don't need to tell you that yogas, yogis are, are very big on breathing. They call it the pranayama breath. Uh, I'm actually finishing up my yoga teacher training in a few weeks. So this is all fresh in my mind right now, but I, um,
1: give us the juice, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. So, but you know, my, my favorite, and this is, this has been blowing up the past few years. My favorite is very simple and it's called box breathing. I don't know if you've heard of this, so mm-hmm. I'll explain it for your listeners. Um, So box breathing, it's all through your nose, okay? And the idea is, um, as you breathe through your nose, as the air rushes over the back of your nasal cavity, there's this little cluster of nerves, okay? And as it does that, it activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest. Because back when we were cavemen, again, when we were panicking, (sighs) it was all through our mouth, right? When we're breathing through our nose, it means we're relaxed. So it's that rest and digest. Now, the box part. We breathe in for a count of four, we hold it for a count of four. We breathe out for a count of four, we hold it for a count of four. And just repeat that. So you're not only getting that nice deep diaphragmatic breathing, you're also getting a, a mental concentration practice here. right? You're controlling your lungs, air's fl- uh, flowing over your, uh, the back of your nasal uh, cavity. Kind of gross, gross term, right? Nasal cavity. Anyway, (laughs) it's
1: what it is. It is what it is. But it
0: is, yeah. It sounds weird. But anyway, um, it's kind of like this one-two-three punch. So box breathing. If if you're just getting into these like really powerful breath practices, box breathing is a good place to start. I personally love doing it. You know, I try to do it once a day when I'm relaxed, but I also do it before um, um, things that would stress me out. So let's say I have a presentation at work, I would chill out do my box breathing for five minutes and I would visualize myself giving this presentation perfectly. So then I go into it as if I had already done it and I'm, and I'm automatically calmed down because I've been doing my box breathing. So highly recommend that anybody wants to get into, you know, breath sounds weird. It's like, well, I breathe, right? But it, it's not that simple, right? Get into this box breathing first and you'll be like, oh, wow. Next thing you know, you'll be Googling Wim Hof and you know, <laughs> seeing how you can really harness breath to, to really change your mood.
1: Uh, is that something to, to do like on a, fr- a certain frequency or just as, as you feel necessary?
0: Well, so here's the thing. You don't want to do it only when you're stressed out, because what can happen is you'll associate it with stressful times. You want to do it when you're relaxed as well. So I try to do it at least, you know, well, I try to do it every day. I don't have that many stressful things going on, luckily, but I try to do it every day. So that way, uh, when the stressful things do come, I get right back to that box breathing. My body knows it's a calm place. Get into it, all that concentration, visualize the event going perfectly, smooth as silk.
1: Well, so, so Zach, you 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 just stated earlier that you've finished a class of HIIT training. <laughs> so so yeah, so that's my hair, yeah. Hit <laughs> you know, training is 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 intense. And 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 so so I just wanted to touch on that because when you do that kind of training, I mean, everything is working. Yeah. Uh, any, you know, your, your, your body is really your, your brain, your oxygen. I mean, you you're breathing. You have to breathe. I mean, <laughs> to keep oh yeah. It, Cause oh, your yeah. cardio is, is level is like, you know, up and down, you know, so it just keeps going. Right. So, so, so. Well, is that something also to, to throw in, in the mix for people, obviously if they can, you know, sustain, I mean, the is a little bit you know, strong you can't just get into it if you haven't worked out in ages, but mm-hmm. that's something you would recommend as well.
0: For starting out, if you are, I, since we're in this, you know, uh, later stages of COVID, as we, as we record this, you know, we're just getting back to in person, I would highly recommend if you're going to do it, you can do it as a beginner, but do it in person, and go at your own pace. Because if they're saying move at an eight, that's okay, go for your eight, it doesn't have to be the guy next to you, right? Move at your eight, I'm saying eight out of 10 intensity, right? They, they call it RPE, rate of perceived exertion. So that's okay. And if you're moving at your eight, that's fine. Keep breathing a nice deep belly breathing, right? The diaphragmatic breath. And, um, absolutely. You know, as long as you're cleared by a doctor, you know, get into it. And the thing I love about hit is it's just, it's just always so fun. It's like, it's like you drop the rules and everyone's like, um, everyone's there suffering together but it's enjoyable because you know you're laughing you're like why are we doing this ourselves but it's fun it's it's a it's a very high energy thing and you're so focused it's very much a mental thing for me where it's almost like a meditation because you're so wiped out uh and you're pushing so hard that's all you can do is focus on this one thing we're doing um yeah so i i would say as long as you're clear with your doctor get into it you'll love it
1: well it does feel great after i finish a nice class
0: of course (laughs) and you you know I'm one of the weirdos who enjoys actually doing it. A lot of the people they say, "Oh, I feel great afterwards. I feel great while I'm doing it. I just love doing it."
1: Well, I mean, yeah, again, when when you enjoy, when you love something that you do, you always enjoy it. Yeah,
0: yeah. See, I know I know I'm I'm talking to you, right? So this is a different this is a well, yeah.
1: But again, for the listeners too. I mean, like everything else, you got to get into it, you got to feel it. And and you said it well best earlier it has to be something you like because yeah. you can do something and, and then, ah, uh, this is boring. And then you basically just not going to be happy about it. Find, try different things, find the one that works for you. And then voila, that's it. You keep up yeah. with it. Enjoy. And sometimes you want to diversify because you don't want to also keep doing the same thing. Absolutely.
0: Great point. And I do talk about that in the book. You know, I prefer people to have three things that they really love. Um, at the very least, too, because you don't want to physical things. I'm saying here. I know we've talked a lot about the physical aspects, uh, which is fine. You know, and I do love the the, the physical aspects. Um, there there's way more in the book. Like I said, there's the mindset stuff, and you're welcome to email me for that. Um, but uh, but the physical stuff is just so fun, and 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 you know, when when you're tapped in, you become an evangelist about it, right? You really want people to share that joy with you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, so so Zach, one thing you mentioned earlier, but we didn't really go deep dive on. You said you are a Certified brain trainer, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, through the Functional Aging Institute.
1: Yeah. Okay. So what what is that? Uh, just just as curiosity, you know, it's cutting. It's to... it's
0: it's a pretty new field. And what the the Functional Aging Institute, this whole thing, uh, the, this brain trainer certification, was started by the people who trained under Daniel Amen. And you may not know who that is, but he wrote the book. Probably his most famous book is "Change Your Brain, Change Your Life," and you would see him on like PBS things like that. Mm-hmm. So they're his disciples. And the idea is you're, well, it's not the idea. It's proven now. your, your brain, bl- your brain has plasticity, right? You're not stuck with, um, it's not what we used to think where you had a certain amount of brain cells when you're an adult and then it slowly shrinks. It's not that way. You can actually reverse that. So they call it, um, angiogenesis, which is actually creating new, um, brain cells. uh, uh, Blood vessels in your brain, oh, and wow. then um, um, neurogenesis, which is the new, which is the new neurons growing, right? So this can happen, right? That that's proven. Uh, it's it's fascinating. I'm actually doing a presentation on it in a few weeks, and I and I love it. Uh, so if and and my my one big tip, uh, maybe I'll give two. If if you really want to improve your brain health, um, get into that pickleball. And I'm not kidding about that. That's actually really, really great for your brain. Another one, and people struggle with this because it's like getting into meditation, which I talk about in the book as well, Um, because because it takes the discipline and, and doing it every day. Start juggling. I'm not kidding you. Start juggling. Very, very good for your brain. Yeah.
1: I, I'm pretty sure it's hard to juggle stuff. So your brain has to work double time to figure
0: it out. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it took me a long time, but it was it was a process. Right. And if you set aside five minutes a day, even j- just like meditation, even just the learning to juggle, you don't have to be juggling, just the learning to juggle is has great brain benefits.
1: I mean, it's just like some some of these games that they have for the mind, you know, you know, mind exercise. So uh, and, and and I know I've seen those, you know, especially in the senior world, you know, they, they have those uh, online and things like that. Even some places they do these, you know, board games and even like, you know, things to just to stimulate the brain and get them fired and more exciting. So, hey, listen, everything works. I mean, you said it. I mean, brain, body, breathing, physical aspect, activities, all these things. But again. It has to be fun. It has to be something that people will, you know, uh, really uh, feel good about. And certainly that's when you get the the, the results you were looking for. Yeah. So, so we've been talking about the book all this time. Yeah. So what is the name of the book?
0: Oh, we didn't say that. Yeah. So it's <laughs> called the official depression relief playbook. And it, I kind of a funny title, but I called it that on purpose. You know, uh, I, I want it to be almost like the plan you go to. So it, Because it's actionable. It's not something you're just going to read. It's not just thoughts. It's actionable things that you can do. And I feel like it's really important for people in these dark uh, stages of their lives to take action. It's empowering when you see results. It's empowering just getting up and doing the thing. So yeah, the Depression Relief Playbook, I kept it very short. Um, It's because the last thing I wanted to do when I was 20 years old was to read through 350 pages to get to one or two good ideas. I didn't have the energy. So I made this very short. It's the kind of thing, really almost, I, I wrote it in two ways. I mean, partially I wrote it as to be a gift for people because um, I joke about it, but I wrote for the, the worst possible audience to get sales because depressed people typically don't reach out for help, right? So, but I, so it was almost like as a gift um, that you can give to somebody. It's not overly preachy. And like I said, it's short. I want it next to people's bed stands. That's my dream is I want it next, be- next to people's bed stands or on their bed stands, I should say. And they can pick it up and, and flip through it when they're at their deepest moments at 3 a.m. Um, that, that's my dream about it. That's, that's my dream for um, uh, the, the future of this book, yeah.
1: Well, I hope that people will take advantage and, and, and is available on Amazon, I believe, right?
0: Yeah, I went like the very simple route, to be honest with you. I, you know, I, I sit, I put it on Amazon and that's it. So it's available through Amazon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, again, I want to put the link of the, of, of the book or the, or the site where they can actually click and just go to it and check it out. And, and, and frankly, I think to your point, it's a, it's a, it's a guide how to God. do with all this and all the stuff we discussed today is already in there. Plus you have the formulas and you have the, the, the different, you know, uh, values that you can use, you know, the supplements, the tap supplements, maybe the shake that we talked about. It yeah, here. man. Yeah.
0: And then, and then there's plenty of other stuff in there too. Like the second half of the book, we, we didn't discuss at all, which is fine. Um, but yeah, there's plenty of other stuff in there too. And, and, and you can start at any point of it. You don't have to start with just the fitness stuff. You know, that's what I, I that's what worked for me, I should say, but you can start at any of these stages yeah. And I, and I talk about my experiences with therapy and I talk about my experiences with medication and, you know, and it's, it's, I feel like, um, um, it, it can be, it's, it's can be really valuable, uh, to, to certain people who are in that mindset I was in.
1: Yeah. So, so quick question. I know we didn't talk about medications and, and I know you just, just hit on that. Yeah. Is, that is that also an, obviously it's on the book, but yeah. what, what is that experience? And in, what, what is the interaction of medication, good, bad, or, or otherwise in terms of, you know, people's depression or just, just healthy living? they
0: So obviously talk to your doctor, of course, and I, I was hesitant. That was actually the last thing I did was go on medication. That was the very last thing I did. And that wasn't until a few years ago and i could have been okay without doing it to be honest i could have been okay but i'm much better now while on it because around eight o'clock at night when i guess if my testosterone dropped or whatever happened eight o'clock at night that's when the brain started running the mind so it was the last step i took now i have a friend who started doing the medication and he was expecting that to be a a, um a cure-all and he didn't he still calls me with these panic attacks and i'm like dude you have to still put in the work, man. You have to put in the work. Like this isn't going to do the work for you. This is just one step, right? So um, I talk about, you know, not only the stigma, but like the uh, misinformation. There's a lot of misinformation out there. I thought once you're on medication, you had to be medicated for the rest of your life. Not true. Uh, You know, my primary care doctor, she was like, look, she's like, if you don't like it, come off of it. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I didn't know that was an option.
1: Um, well, you yeah, I, the, the, the popular, uh, I guess, perception is that you, you get onto those meds and you're in for life. It's addictive and you can't mm-hmm. get off them.
0: Mm-hmm. No, um, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah that's the perception. Absolutely. And no, it's, it's not that way. And another one is, you know, that you're going to, you're going to like collect all these uh, side effects, right? And yes, I had side effects and, and they were significant the first week. I definitely noticed them. The next week, they were a little less. The next week, they were a little less. And I honestly, probably six months in, I still felt some side effects, but it, you know, eventually they all went away. So I, that's another thing is I, I really urge people, if they are gonna go that route, I, they need to do the work as well. But if they're gonna do the medications, don't do it for three days. I know too many people, that seems to be like the magic number. They do it for three days. They say, oh, I don't like the way it made me feel. And then they come off of it. No, no. Let your body do its thing. Your body needs, needs to adjust. It's smart. It will adjust just, but you have to give it the time.
1: Well, that's, that's for everything, including like even workout, like just, just, oh, go. Yeah. You, you can start the first two sessions are going to be the hardest. The third one is going to be even, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You yeah. do it a week, two weeks. And then it's like routine, like, Oh, I want more. <laughs> absolutely. Right. And you can't expect to have,
0: you know, massive pecs, after, after two times lifting a dumbbell or uplifting no, a barbell.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you for saying that. Yes. I'm going to use that for now on that analogy.
1: <laughs> well, but it's true. I mean, like uh, even like everything else, everything that is good and worth anything in life takes time,
0: takes time. And it's it, I mean, and that's okay. It, it is. I, it you know. Is, yeah. Cause there's, there's way too much. We talked about this a little bit earlier, you know, this, this instant fix people want it, you know, um, I, I wouldn't say nothing is valuable that comes instantly, because maybe there are a few things that come instantly that are valuable. But I would say that there is a lot of stuff that just takes time, and that's okay. That's part of the process, man.
1: Well, well what I said, anything that is worth, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 because because yeah, you can have things that are instant, but they might not be worth, you know, what what you're really looking for, and that they may not be uh, for a long time. So everything, I mean, whether you want good food, it takes good time to prepare. Yeah, <laughs> you want a good relationship, you have to build it. You yeah. want you know, a house, you got to work hard for it. You want a business, it takes time to build. I mean, yeah, that's life. I mean, yeah, yeah, but you can get something. You can get elements that you can buy instantly and like, okay, but then, and if you didn't work for things long enough or if you didn't appreciate them, you might not actually continuously use them over time because you're just like, okay, whatever. So again, yeah. but you're right. Like everybody needs to realize that you want results, you need to put the time, you need to invest.
0: Yes. And, and, yes. Thank you. That's
1: it. You just have to invest. That's
0: it. We're well, speaking the same language, brother.
1: Hey, I love it. And, and you know, it's, it's great because uh, for our listeners, I mean, I'm sure some people will relate to this. A lot of people will relate to this. And, they're like, yeah. and, and even for the people that are like in the same mindset, this is always a refresher. You know, mm-hmm. we all need a refresher and a reminder and a constant reminder that, like, is how you have to think, that's how you have to do things. And, and, and we give them different ways of seeing in different angles, different opinions, different resources. But at the end of the day, we, whether you're... St- st- Right now, going through a bad time, through depression, anxiety, panic, whatever. Uh, whether you're good and everything is working, you know, you can still get elements from any discussion we have and any advice that we get from our, you know, guests over here. So
0: that was one of the nicest things that actually was said to me. This ha- this happened a few times. I've been going on podcasts with therapists, and they say, you know. This is actually just a really nice book for anybody not
1: just depressed people and i'm like oh man thanks so much <laughs> well it is because i mean you're addressing the general public again whether you're depressed or not it's we still need to be reminded of like what what are effective measures that we have to take to stay balanced yeah and, and you ha- you ha- you hit on all everyone i mean that's why i was going through the list here <laughs> One, i mean physical breathing supplements nutrition you know exercise lifestyle all this stuff goes in hand in hand and so And you're right. It's not just for someone that's going through a tough time. I mean, obviously it will help someone that is going through it, uh, certainly as a a resource and and maybe a guide to get out of it, but also for those to even prevent it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You can just, prevention is better. I mean, preventative care is is better than, you know, emergency care. (laughs) Thank you. So
0: love that. Yes.
1: All right. well listen I mean uh, we're coming out to the the end of, of the show wow. I went, 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 went by quick uh but I mean uh, i I did want to highlight I mean we didn't talk about your background but but you do have a couple of masters <laughs> you know yeah. The, the, yeah. And, and a lot of certifications and different you know uh in, in fitness and 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 uh, the brain uh you know uh training that you said so yeah. there's and uh, nutrition I believe too yeah. Uh, right. So, so, so you bring a whole wealth of, of, of uh, knowledge uh, to the table. And for anyone listening and watching uh, on, on the iHealth channel, please feel free to check out the book. Uh, the link will be on the description of the show. Um, the mindset we, we had, we had him, you know, Zach val- volunteered for the mindset, you know, chapter. So yep, should me an email guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll have that information as well. Uh, and uh, just, just follow these, these elements. I mean, these are just Great advice that you know any one of us can use. Uh, and even if we don't feel that we need it because we are good, and sometimes that's how we all think that we got this. Someone we know may not have it, and maybe we can share that with other folks. And that's how it is. It's knowledge that we can share that can help. And if we can help one life and save one life, you know, you never know what that impact is. Uh, and that's really the mission. And I think everyone will be a winner here. So uh that's keeping positive.
0: <laughs> Love it, man.
1: So so Zach just any last words for our audience uh, before we end the show?
0: Yeah. So if you are depressed, okay. Um, I, what I would really urge you to do is of course, we want to practice forgiveness with ourselves, right? Because sometimes people will say, Oh, why don't you just snap out of it? And they, they say, you know, some of the wrong things and, and to a large extent, you're, your situation isn't your fault, right? This happens to a lot of people. So forgive yourself, but you also please to make it easier on yourself, forgive these other people because people will give you the wrong advice. They will say stupid things because they don't understand because they can't, they just don't get it. I've had people say some really horrible things to me, but you know, if you forgive them, that's a little bit of weight off of your shoulders. They don't, they just don't get it. And that's okay too.
1: Powerful advice. I mean, forgiveness is a key. It's, it's a yeah. big deal. And it's not for everyone. It's hard. So
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to work at it. You got to work at it. You're right.
1: But, but again, thank you. I mean, that that is very powerful. And I think that is the best gift we can give as, as a closure to, to the, the, the discussion today. So thank you. Thank you, Zach. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, a lot of good you know, uh, info and insights and advice and guidance here. Um, folks, thank you for watching the iHealth Channel, listening on iHealth Radio, Hurricane H here with our guest, Zach Aratich. Thank you very much for everything. And uh, we'll talk soon at the next show. Bye-bye.